First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. On the line right now is Rob Ash, president of the Utica Comets. And Rob, good morning. Have your ears been ringing this morning? Yeah, yeah. Good morning. How's everybody doing? Good. So, um, well, uh, what can, I mean, obviously the news came yesterday. Um, what can you tell us here today? What are we, are we without a team right now? Yeah, we are. Um, I think, uh, you know, uh, this day was coming for eight years. Uh, it was never a matter of if, it was a matter of when. Um, obviously, we've had a terrific relationship with uh, Vancouver. Um, we owe a lot to them. It's always been an honor and a privilege to have an AHL team in Utica. Um, and the fans have built something that is, you know, remarkable. Um, you know, and with that, uh, they had an option uh, that they chose to exercise uh on December 31st of 2020. And that option was uh, basically, you know, for them to relocate their, their franchise uh, closer to home. And, uh, and yeah, they exercised it. So um, when you, when you say, because we were going back and forth on, on this this morning about um, uh, the pandemic is the reason they're leaving. And I kind of had, uh, there's, there's always been conversation that, because of proximity, chances are Vancouver would not, this would not be their, their final stop um, in Utica. Yeah, you're, you're correct. I mean, when we started off with uh, Lawrence, uh, Lawrence Gilman, Chris Gear, and Victor DeBonis, who's their executives back eight years ago, um, you know, they, they were saying even back then that their, their goal, their long-term vision is to land someplace uh, closer proximity to, you know, Vancouver and be on the West coast and, you know, pull players up and down. And, and I think for us here, um, you know, we do have the best location in the American hockey league, but we also have the best fans. You know, we obviously punch way above our weight class. Um, and we've always done that. And I think that's, that's what, uh, you know, it's been terrific about everything. Yeah. So, Manaski. Well, so we had we had asked this, and uh, I wanted to ask this question. You partially answered it already. I wondered, um, did you know that they were going to leave, or did they think you wanted out, and so they, they looked to make the move? So you're saying at, at the end of last year, basically, you were made aware that they were going to take the option. And I guess, you know, have you been looking since to, to find a replacement? Yeah, yeah I mean, I... To be honest, um, you know, for eight years, you know, they've been looking for places to go. I've helped them research some of the places that they wanted to move to. Um, and then on the flip side, uh, you know, we, we have such a great relationship that, you know, I candidly was always looking. Um, I think that's, that's the job of uh, somebody that's in my position is to always think about the future and make sure that you pre- protect the best interests of, you know, the, the city, the building and, so I, I've been looking for eight years just as well as they have, um, you know, and what made that search for us, uh, obviously we've narrowed it down and we've talked to several teams uh, since they exercised their option. But, you know, everybody in the American Hockey League at the Board of Governors level, they know that Utica is, you know, by far the best AHL city, you know, out there as far as, you know, um, it, we're not a big city in comparison to a lot of these other ones, and, and we do a terrific job of filling uh, the fans do of filling the building and enjoying hockey. Their you know their hockey IQ is extremely high here, and it, it's a lot of fun. So 
No, I've been, we've always been looking um, because we knew this day eventually would get here. So um, obviously, the uh, the elephant in the room is uh, is the announcement from Binghamton that the uh, Devils were going to be leaving there, and Binghamton is now without an AHL team going forward into into next year. Um, what are the uh, what are the chances that uh, that the Devils could be coming to Utica? I think it's strong. I mean, uh, nothing's uh, finalized. I I think that uh, they had stuff that they had to deal with down in Binghamton. And, you know, like I said, we were speaking with several clubs and we still are. And, you know, it's coming down to the wire where tomorrow is our board of governors call. Everything, you know, is always going to be unofficial. Um, You know, yeah, actually even the move to Abbotsford for Vancouver has to go through board approval tomorrow. We got our board of governors call at one o'clock, you know, and, I think for me, it's a small world, the hockey community. You know, you hear the rumblings. You know, we know everybody. Each one of us know everybody. And I think uh, we started hearing about, um, you know, Binghamton a, a while back. Yeah. Uh, around the same time that we were going through um, our issues. with, And they weren't issues, but mm-hmm. Vancouver's ability to exercise. And so for me, you know, obviously uh, – being very nostalgic of the area, I, I purchased uh, the Utica Devils trademark. Uh, and again, it, you know, you buy the you buy trademarks for the, in the event something could happen, or if you want to protect the brand or something along those lines. Yep. So that's what I did. Um, you know, it, it wasn't uh, because there was any discussions going on. I just felt it was a proper thing to do to protect uh, the Utica Comets. Rob, you say there's no team now. Are you confident there will be a team next season? Uh, yes. Yeah, I am. I, uh, you know, again, for the eight years, you know, at the end of the day, I, you know, I don't want to, I guess, downplay my role here, but at the end of the day, I don't really have much to do with it. Um, you know, the fans are truthfully the ones that built this. Uh, they built it for eight years. Um, and with the way that they operate our fan base and how loud they are and how loyal they are, I think it's very tough not to have a team here, whether I'm sitting in this chair or anybody sitting in this seat. I just feel like they've really genuinely transformed the sport uh, for the, in the eyes of the American Hockey League. Do you, um, um, uh, and when you think about the, uh, the transformation of the auditorium, everything that is, uh, that is, is going on here, it, it really, um, it, it's got to look, and also what you've done, this season, um, I, I mean, it is uh, you got to be losing money, um, and, and what you're doing. If I'm an NHL team, I'm looking at the fact how committed you guys are to playing hockey. You're playing in the middle of this. Um, that's got to speak volumes. We, you, you know what? We again, we did this for the fans. Um, we agreed. <laughs> Basically, we went into the season agreeing to lose a bunch of money. Yeah. yeah. Um, just because we felt, you know, we owe it to the fans to have these players, you know, right in Utica. And in the event, we can get people back in the building. So we thought it was the, the right thing to do um, just because of how great the fans have been. Um, this year has been a nightmare. There's no two ways about that. Yeah, we all know yeah. that. Anybody listening knows that this year has been very, uh, very unhealthy in a lot of different uh, different manners. But mm-hmm. we've battled through it. Um, you know, it's always been an honor to have an AHL team in this city. 
and uh, you know we're looking forward to the future. How is it? Um, uh, you know, I had heard the story. I mean, we were told in the media that it was the importance of in 1993 filling the auditorium when uh, the Devil Utica Devils were playing in a uh, were playing in a playoff game. Uh, that we needed to show New Jersey that Utica was a hockey town and it was worth it for them to keep the team in, in Utica. So we pushed, and the media pushed, everybody did a push, but we didn't sell that game out. And uh, the word is, as legend would have it, that that made the decision for New Jersey to pull out. What is different between hockey and Utica back then and where we are today? Well, that's, that's a, actually a pretty relatively easy uh, question. Just simply, New Jersey operated back then. You know, now we operate, the city operates the team. You know, we're back then, uh, Lou Lamarillo, uh, we were here for, they were there for six years from 87 to 93. They had to put a, you know, the city spent a bunch of money making the extension on the odd. So the ice was, uh, to the AHL regulations. And then they pulled out shortly thereafter, but they operated from New Jersey. Um, they didn't operate, you know, necessarily from right here in the building. Uh, they had staff and things of that nature here, but you know, you need the boots on the ground. You need people that are going to, you know, believe in in what the hockey community believes in. And I think for eight years we've shown that. You know, Gary Heenan with Utica College did the same thing. Gary's yep. the one that kept the lights on in this building forever, yep. and you know, he's a m- remarkable human being, and he he understood what Utica is, and I think that that's. Uh, you know, he's, he's from Canada, and that's not an easy thing to do. But he came here, he understood what Utica was, and he went out in the community and he did the right things. I mean, we wouldn't be sitting here without Gary or the fans. That's yeah. just, that's well, I, I, do you agree that, uh, that Gary showed people in this area that it could be done? I mean, that, absolutely. That yeah, was absolutely. So he did what the Clinton Comets of old did. The Clinton Comets all transplanted here from. You know, they're Canadian cities, and they embraced Clinton, New York, and Utica. They played yeah. half their schedule out of the odd. And they literally embraced what, you know, Utica and the surrounding area is. And they, they remained here. They, you know, had families grow up here. They ran youth hockey. Gary did all of it. He did, You know, he took the same page out of their books and just, you know, recreated it. And honestly, that's all we've done here. You know, we, we genuinely believe in the community. I mean, we don't do everything right. We know that. You know, there's a lot of mistakes along the way, but we're willing to own the mistakes and, and become better because, you know, it is the fans that own the brand. Yeah. All right. Uh, how long uh, would it – I mean, are you saying that it's possible tomorrow we could get word on 21-22 season? Yes. Okay. So then, Andrew, book him for Friday with your please. <laughs> Definitely. So, uh, Rob, two, two things. You don't hear me on Friday because I'm crying in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most telling thing you've said during the, during this entire interview. So, uh, all right, uh, who has something? So, uh, you you had filed the uh, the request for Utica Devils, right? We talked about this earlier. Were there other team names you filed for? Uh, no. No, there wasn't. And the reason being is, you know, one of the reasons you file for those is, you know, the protection of the brand, the Utica Comets. Um, But also, you know, if you ever want to resurrect, actually, I I believe it was taken for a while. We tried buying the Utica Devils years ago, uh, and I believe it was was blocked at the time. And uh, when we heard rumblings, you know, we looked into it and we decided to purchase it. But if you ever want to resurrect 
you know, and do a special night, resurrect the name, and have a retro throwback. I mean, it's obviously nice to have for, you know, any type of merchandising. Yeah, sure, yeah. What up doing. So they're, you know, I guess, you know, the fact that they looked into it was, it made it extremely awkward, uh, obviously. I mean, that's clear, but. You know, if I had the chance to do it all over again, I'd, I'd do it the same way. So, and we've had some people commenting here and speculating. I, I, I'll ask if you can find another uh, team, Rangers, uh, Devils, whoever uh, it is, whatever. Would it? Would you keep the Comets, or would you look to tailor it around? I guess the new franchise. You always have to tailor it around the franchise. Uh, at the end of the day, the, the NHL teams own those franchises, and you know whether it's colors or whatever it is, um, you know you always have to tailor it to the teams, uh, the NHL teams. Uh, in saying that, you know, uh, without divulging too much, I, I like I said a couple times on the interview, I, I, I purchased the trademark to protect the Utica Comets. I didn't do it in reverse. Gotcha. Um, and okay. then, uh, really quickly, what guidance do you have for season ticket holders uh, who maybe have already had partial payments or full payments uh, pending at this time? I, I think you know uh, patience right now until uh, until tomorrow. You know, tune in Friday. Yeah, greatly appreciate it. Obviously, yeah. I, I'm again. I'm I'm confident that things are going to work themselves out. Um, I know that doesn't give the maybe the necessary closure on what everybody wants to hear, but. Um, Again, I'm I'm confident. I think most, you know, I'd I'd really like to know what Big Honey's take on all this is. Very important. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, you got to ask our go-to him. Now. You're going to have to ask him for permission on this move anyway. So <laughs> you might as well get it over with. <laughs> all right, Rob. Listen, I uh, I appreciate and uh, appreciate your position and uh, appreciate you coming on this morning and filling us in. And really, am looking forward to tomorrow and uh, of course Friday's interview. Looking forward to that. Hopefully there is one. Absolutely. Yeah, I do too. All right. Okay. All right. Thanks so much, Rob. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Thanks, man. All right. uh, From the comments, Rob Ash, um, uh, read it how you will. Um, I find it's kind of interesting.